and we're back with another episode of your favorite podcasters wait hold on what's the tagline i haven't been on uh recording an episode in so long i forgot all my things but anywho we're back with another episode of your favorite podcasters favorite podcast stream of social consciousness with your host olivia brown and did you know that saint lucia is the only country in the world named after a woman Big up to all my St. Lucia people then. What's up with y'all? I love that. So if you didn't know, now you know. I have this thing for fun facts. I do uh, take it however you have to take it, feel how you have to feel. But I want to include them at the top of every episode just just for, for me, for some funsies. For you could have some little encyclopedic knowledge. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Um, skip through. However, comma. There's some hoes in this house, and we for the talk about what 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 on this week's episode of the Stream of Social Consciousness. So, WAP is a song that was released by Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion, and of course, anytime women do anything. There is controversy, there is backlash, there is something to be discussed, and of course, on your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast, we're going to talk about it. So let's jump right into the episode. I don't feel like there's too much to be said about WAP, about all that's going on, but let's let's hop right on in. Splash! You have now entered the stream, and now that I think about it, I think I'm going to change the transition music from the splash to something else because you know how i'm a big advocate of putting your morals where your money well putting your money where your morals are a lot of information as of recently like today um has kind of surfaced about trey songs and sexual assault and sexual violence and sexual intimidation apparently these things aren't new uh, Kiki Palmer kind of sounded an alarm on this. Uh, I want to say that at the interview uh, was 2018. I believe it was a Breakfast Club interview where she was talking about her experience with uh, Trey Songs and why she doesn't mess with him. I had never seen that clip or any of heard any of those allegations until today. However, I don't fuck with that at all. So I need to find some new transition music. If y'all know any like. Anything that's going to hit as hard as the splash or anything that's like something. What do you want to hear? Let me know. Uh, but I definitely think I need to change this music. Or I definitely am going to change this music because um, he's not someone that I want to be associated with in any capacity. However, that ain't what we're here to talk about. It might be. It may come up in this episode again. Who knows? We'll see. But we're here to talk about WAP. So if you didn't know, WAP is a song, like I mentioned, that is by Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Now, I already knew that this song was going to get some press for a lot of reasons because this is Cardi B's first single since, child, I don't know when since, but it's been a very long time since we've gotten music from Cardi B. And also, Megan Thee Stallion is popping, Megan Thee Stallion is that girl, but this song is coming after she was uh, shot in, in that situation. So before I jump into WAP, I want to say a brief like comment about like Megan Thee Stallion being shot. 
And it's the same comment all the time. Y'all need to take Black women seriously, period. Like, I hate to start off this kind of, like, upbeat, lighter episode in this way. However, no, y'all need to take Black women and their pain and their injuries seriously. Because I get the argument about, oh, you know, we joke about everything. Why can't we joke about Meg being shot? It's like, you can't joke about Meg being shot for the same pe- for the same reason uh for the same men i mean men i don't need y'all joking about uh meg being shot for the same reason that i don't need white people joking about black issues there is a very obvious power dynamic there are very obvious and like very deep-seated uh rules and dynamics at play that they're not ever going to be just jokes so that's my piece and i wanted to do an episode actually about the mad getting shot and the response to that but a bitch that's trauma for real like in the same way that you know people don't want to engage with black lives matter content frequently or they engage with it at their comfort level that's kind of where i have been about like meg getting shot i'm just like bro y'all don't take anything that black women say about anything seriously i should beat y'all ass but yeah, it's just disappointing that that was the response. And I get it. We do joke about everything. You go on social media and they make a meme about literally anything. But I think once the the story started to develop, then y'all should have been like, okay, wait, no, hold on. Uh, let's ease up. Let's, let's put a different hat on. And then now it's like she has to show... She went on live. I was so heartbroken. And this is why I decided not to do the episode. I'm going to talk about WAP eventually. <laughs> we going to get there. This is a stream of social consciousness episode. It's all going to come full circle eventually. But I was so heartbroken watching that woman put on her makeup, put on her, her hair, get cute, put on her chains and go on live explaining to y'all like, you know, I'm healing, uh, validating or confirming rather that, you know, she was shy and all of these things have happened. It's just disappointing. It's so, it was so, so sad to me because that's the thing that like black women, we have to do all the time. It doesn't matter how much things hurt us. We always have to put on our cute face and, and life has to go on. And even like today, today is August. I don't know. I love telling y'all the date. <laughs> In my mind, I think that like, I don't know, like, this is a time capsule, and the girls from, like, 3065 are about to find this archaic recording of my voice and be like, oh, bitch, it was August 19th. But anyway, <laughs> today is August 19th, and Meg just posted, like, a picture of her stitches, her her uh, foot that she was shot in. Um, Talk about, oh, you know, I was actually shot for you hating ass niggas, but that's crazy that she has to do that. But anywho... That's my piece about Megan being shot. It's an unfortunate circumstance. And we, it has never been confirmed that Tory Lays did it, but like, nigga did that shit. You can't tell me otherwise. You ain't hear that, but you heard that. But anywho, WAP. So, WAP. Like I said, this is Cardi's first single in forever. This is coming after all of the publicity publicity period with Meg and that situation and it was like it was garnering a lot of attention from jump like because you know the girls 
the Barb's and, and Barty gang, mostly. And if you don't know, if you're too old to know what these words mean, please think whatever you believe in that you don't know. But anyway, Nicki Minaj's fans and Cardi B's fans um, were like, oh, you know, Meg has collaborated with Nicki Minaj and, you know, they like to have a monopoly on who, uh, whoever has worked with Nicki Minaj can't ever work with anybody else. But anyway, it was already garnering response from what I previously said. It was garnering the response or the attention rather from like this, this beef to see which Meg's song or excuse me, yeah, which Meg collaboration is going to be better than the other. Um, but also the cover art, the cover art, the cover art. I was sold from the cover art. I'm like, I don't need to hear what the fuck this song is saying at all. It could get on and it's just white noise and I, I'd run up the streams every time. And one thing I will say about Cardi B and her team, they have money. Listen, Cardi B is rich and she lets us know every time. Like the budget for everything that Cardi B does is so, so high. And I honestly, I, I appreciate that because the girls be not to drag Summer Walker, but the girls be going in the desert and standing on whatever and thinking that that's art and that's that's the moment. Um, and that was very directly <laughs> a drag at Summer Walker. But anyway, y'all know what I mean. There's a quality of Cardi, Cardi B's like visuals that is just like, mwah, 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 mwah. I love it. So WAP comes out, right? WAP ends up coming out on August 7th at midnight. Um, I believe the video dropped, but that's not how I watched it. I um, That's not how I listened to it first is the better thing to say. So I actually listened to the song uh, on Apple Music at 12 when it came out on Apple Music. That was so redundant. Girl, grammar is a social construct, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I listened to the song on Apple Music before I watched the video. And at first I was like, okay, I like this. This is a bob. Like, this is, you know, this is cute. I could throw my ass to this. This is cute. I'm not gonna lie though. Megan ate her ass up. <laughs> Meg bodied her on this song. And that's fair, you know. That's okay. I feel like that was to be expected, Loki. But yeah, that was my initial reaction. I was like, wow, Meg is really eating her on this song. It's crazy. But then people start talking about the video. Now, I don't, I don't know if I'm weird for this. Let me know. But I don't like watching music videos. I think this kind of happened... Um, you know that era in like the 2000s where people were making music, uh, they were making music, but then the music video didn't have anything to do with the music that or the song. That era turned me off from music videos forever. I was just like, I'm over this. There is no story. There is no plot. There is nothing. I don't want to see this. So uh, I don't really care to watch music videos, but I watched this one. And you know that that uh, video of Lady Gaga, and she's like, excellent, iconic, uh, soul snatching, the international implication. Well, that's a different video, but you know the video I'm talking about. Uh, that's how I felt watching the WAP video. It was everything until it wasn't. And you know what I'm talking about. If you've seen the video, at this point, the song's been out for like two to three weeks. So you, I hope you've heard the song. I hope you've seen the video. But 
everybody was, we were having our life given to us and that was great until the music stops and there's a, a lady walking in the, in the WAP house. And that lady the, is, is, that lady is Kylie Jenner child. And I was just like, girl, what are you doing here? Ew, get out of my, get out of our business, get out of our face. And I will say, I understand it from a marketing perspective because a lot of people were like, oh, you know, people, you know, Car the Jenners, the Kardashians are people who are very controversial. Either people love them or they hate them. And for Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, people who have a primarily black fan base, girl, a lot of people are not loving them in your fan base. So I understand it from a marketing perspective in that people are going to talk about it. It is going to run up your streams because people are going to want to see what they're talking. I get that. But I wish that celebrities and, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Entertainers, rather. Like, I wish that they took, like, what their fan, I wish they took their fans' experience into consideration into some of these things. Like, I get it. Run up my, you know, you want to run up your streams. You want people listening. You want people talking. You want all of that. But, like, I don't know. I really, like, I feel like for me, I was very turned off after seeing her. I was just like, girl, now we was having a good day and here you come. That was literally how I felt. But also Rosalia looked a mess. Um, I don't know. Cardi B was like, you know, I wanted to showcase women from uh, all walks of life with all different the uh, uh, skin tones and all of that. But Rosalia looked a mess. And also, I don't be in her business. I don't know her like that. I don't think I've ever heard a song by her. But I have heard that she has been racist and, and all types of other things in the past. Did I care enough to look into it? I don't think I did. I didn't. Uh, but those were the two. I'm just like, Normani, eating. Ruby Rose, eating. Suki, Suki. Listen, y'all need to stop playing with Sukiana, period. I wish that, I almost wish that she had a verse. If you listen to Sukiyana, you know, like, her music's very, like, she's very in line with this song and would say, like, some of the same stuff or worse that's happening in this song. So I almost wish she had a verse, but everybody was eating. And I'm not a hater. Kylie Jenner looked beautiful. She looked stunning. She looked, she, she was giving. She was giving us everything. But she didn't belong there in my humble opinion. I don't, I didn't need to see her there. I would have liked, let me tell y'all what I would have liked um, in the hallway scene. Low, 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 low key. The girls are saying sweetie and I get that, you know, sweetie, she's beautiful. She has the, she has the things. But I low key would have liked to see Viola Davis. <laughs> Listen, okay. So there's a girl on Twitter who said anybody could have been, they could have replaced Kylie with anybody, Viola Davis included. And high key, listen, I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Viola Davis has the range. All I'm saying is she has the range. She would have ate the girls up and there would have been no crumbs. And that would have been that Viola Davis for WAP, in my opinion. But low key, I'm just like, I'm still stuck on that. I really wish that they would have found someone that their fan base would have enjoyed more. That's 
I don't know. I, you know how I feel about celebrity and celebrity culture. They're always going to do things that are in favor of their bag. But I think that we're in sort of a relationship with with the entertainers that we consume. And I'm just kind of like, y'all don't respect us. You don't. Because uh, if you did, you'd do more things that like reflected your respect for us. But anyway, outside of the video, after the video has had its moment, people start talking about like the actual content of the song because the song came out on YouTube. It was the clean version of the song. So I heard it, like I said, I didn't watch the video until uh, like two or, or a day or two after. I heard it when it was saying wet ass pussy. And also we're adults on this show. We're gonna say wet ass pussy if we need to. Now get your boots and your coat, period. So yeah. We, I heard it when it was saying wet ass pussy and all of the things and all of the explicit lyrics. And then people start, other people started to hear and unpack these lyrics. And by other people, mostly, I mean men, men, pick me's, conservative Twitter, dry coochie Twitter, everybody started to, to kind of unpack this song. And the critiques range from like, you know, praise, it's a bop, all of that, to genuine, like actual politicians getting on the internet saying that this song goes against good old American values. Not my neighbors running. It, let me tell y'all about my, my upstairs neighbor. Quick uh, tangent. My upstairs neighbors, I believe they have children. I don't think I've ever seen or met them, but they run in this house all day, every day. And... I I don't know what I'm going to do, but I need to do something. I'm about to just go in there. Hey, shut y'all asses up. <laughs> I'm about to just go in there. Stop running on this fucking ceiling so hard. Hey, keep it pushing. I do it because I live on the first floor. Uh, so I live near the street. And people love to congregate near the street outside my window. And I'm good for leaving my window or my blinds closed and yelling outside, get the fuck away from my window. So I think I'm gonna have to just do that too. I might have to become that old lady neighbor that's just like banging on the roof with a broom and yelling uh, because they don't respect me at all. They run all day, every day. Uh, that's the tangent, but anywho, um, actual politicians were getting on the internet and talking about WAP. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, are there not better things for you to be worried about? Worry about a pandemic. That's the WAP. That's the fuck, <laughs> wait, <laughs> that's the fucking WAP that they need to worry about. Worry about a pandemic, WAP. How about workers against uh, people who say that they're making laws to forget to protect them and they're actually not? How about worrying about shit that actually matters y'all are in politics y'all are in regular folks business when you need to be in politician business like niggas ain't seen a second stimulus yet and you are worried about cardi b's wet ass pussy and i guess my other thing is like how you critiquing the song you critiquing the song is letting us know that you listen to the song so dot 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 dot, dot, dot like did you go against your good old American values to, to hear wet ass pussy or no? Like, what is going on? But 
on top of that, people are just like, uh, I'm seeing this critique a lot of like folks who are basically like, oh, this song is so filthy. I I want a woman, I want my rappers to be like Rhapsody or Chica or I want people to stop using Rhapsody as a pawn when y'all want to talk about hypersexual women in rap. I'm tired. And if you don't know, Rhapsody is a rapper. She, great rapper. She's not very like sexual, but her rap, her music is really good. But I'm also just like, why do y'all need to, if y'all were such big rap, this is my issue with people who, who say someone else's name in response to like hypersexual female rappers. Why, if you're such a big Rhapsody fan, or if you're such a big uh, Tierra Whack fan, if you're such a big fan of all of these women who rap, who are not sexual in a traditional way, or not sexual in this hypersexual way that we've come to know in female rap, who are conscious rappers, who talk about life and politics and shit, why aren't you spending more of your time like getting us to recognize them instead of saying, oh, Cardi B talking about her pussy and, and No Name talking about politics. It's like No Name definitely raps about sucking dick too. So now what? And I guess my other thing is that why do women have to subscribe to this type of like virtuous rap in rap and men do not. And that's always what it always comes back to is that uh, people, and I can't even say men is because I've heard this critique from all types of people that aren't necessarily just men, but people have this critique that, oh, I don't listen to female rappers because they, all they talk about is ass and titties, but also all men talk about is ass and titties and drugs. Like, I'm sorry, like y'all, the new age men rappers, male rappers, uh, pop perks, for three minutes and 33 seconds on the song and y'all eat it all the way up and I don't understand. And it's just kind of like the, this type of hypersexualization of women in hip hop, women in rap has always been a thing. Even though like the, the industry, the genre has traditionally, be, traditionally been dominated by men their content has always included this hypersexualization of women. So now my issue is why can't I as a woman or why can't Meg and Cardi as women sexualize themselves? Why do y'all have an issue with that? And I wouldn't have called this show stream of social consciousness if I didn't talk about the social underpinnings of things. The answer to that question has a lot to do with patriarchy, has a lot to do with hypervascular or toxic masculinity in that patriarchy um patriarchy and white supremacy are not excuse me patriarchy and white supremacy also but patriarchy and toxic masculinity are a part are a system that essentially um allows for this dominance of women by men like by nature that is what patriarchy is like patriarchal implies like uh your father this is the system that 
puts into place that you are your father's property until you become your husband's property. This is why people are having this reaction to women in rap sexualizing themselves because they cannot fathom the idea that a woman does not belong to anybody. And I know that patriarchy and like systemic talks can be very like big picture, but this is like a direct way that that big picture concept like shows up in everyday life in people, in men, not wanting women or not preferring their women in rap to talk about their bodies, to talk about having sex, to talk about pimping niggas to tricking niggas out. They do not enjoy this because it implies that they do not have power over you, that they do not have, they don't own you, that no one owns you. And that goes against our social norm. This isn't even just a thing about like, uh, you know, Twitter and or WAP or anything like patriarchy is a social norm at this point. It is the system in which we operate our lives. And I, it, it bothers me one, but it's just interesting to see that the, that type of manifestation, because you would think that because rap is a predominantly like black space, separate from it being a predominantly man, male space, uh, it's a predominantly black space. So you would think that because these are black women who are garnering this much success that people would be supportive of them. And yet here we are. And I've been seeing a lot of people talk about like, why are men or say like, why are men so mad at women talking about consensual sex? Like, and that's was my original thought. Like you're so upset at me talking about my wet ass, but like, I don't get this. I wish like, I almost wish that I had like um, a straight cis man to talk to right now. Cause I really don't get this. Like this song is quite literally me saying, my pussy is wet. I'm gonna fuck the shit out of whoever or fuck the shit out of my man. I'm not cooking, I'm not cleaning, but this pussy is wet. Put your boots and your coat on. I love that line quick another tangent get your boots and your coat yeah that's gonna be a caption but I don't get that that's so weird to me because I guess my thing is like I uh maybe I'm about to expose myself but I love when men like very cockily and like arrogantly talk about themselves and talk about I'm trying to say this in like a very diplomatic way but I like when niggas talk about sex I <laughs> do I like hearing men like brag on their sex game I like hearing men brag on their dick I do and as someone who is attracted to men and wants to have sex with men I'm just like oh I like that I like that I like that I like that so I'm just kind of like if you're someone who wants to have sex with women who like is attracted to women why are you not like interested i don't know why are you so vehemently against this song that's going to put women in a mood to flex their wet ass pussy potentially for you why why is that upsetting to you and your homeboys why and just thinking like a man for a second i think that the answer to that question uh, why are you like mad at a song like this? 
um, if you are someone who wants to have sex with women, I guess I feel like men would say that it's because, you know, they don't want to have sex with a woman who's dirty. They don't want to have sex with a woman who is promiscuous. They don't want, uh, uh, they don't want to have sex with a woman who talks about herself like that. But I guess my next question to that rebuttal is why? What does what what changes because a woman has a wet ass pussy and talks about it out loud? What changes? Because I guess my thing is then like, if you ever got the opportunity, like you would have you would already know you had a wet ass pussy to come to. You would already know. And for the for for the for the record, for the furthermore, for the moreover, I just want to say in regards to wet ass pussies and and pussies in general and sex in general a lot for men actually i think i'm gonna save it i'm gonna go on to save i'm sure y'all can already guess uh what i wanted to say but i'm gonna save it for our unsolicited advice so tune into the end of the episode for what i was about to say here however why is that an issue back to the topic at hand why what changes and i guess the answer to that would then be oh, you know, she's seen as a, a hoe, less than virtuous. But I guess my other thing is like, who, 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 see, who made you see her that way? Why do you see her that way? Who told you that um, that a woman who has multiple sexual partners and not even multiple sexual partners, you could have a wet ass pussy and not have sex with anybody. Have you considered that? Have, have y'all considered but nah, being a hoe is is completely subjective. And that's why uh, I love that video of that model who, um, she was at like a slut walk. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I feel like if I find it, I will link it. But she was at a slut walk and this guy, this interviewer was like, oh, well, what makes you a slut? And she mentioned, she said, um, a slut is just a word that you and your fellow, fellow penises created. And that's similarly to all of the words used to describe like women, promiscuous women in any capacity, slut, hoe, idiot, all of that. And that is a patriarchal manifestation. And those are big words and those are a lot of words. But when we were talking about patriarchy, that is another way that patriarchy shows up in that if women are not doing things that are deemed virtuous by men, precisely, like exactly by men, because let's be, let's call a spade a spade. Men are the people who are creating uh, creating these norms in the same way that uh, white supremacy, whiteness, white people kind of shape and frame norms surrounding race. Men, straight cis men, especially shape and frame this conversation or shape and frame society as it relates to conversations about gender um in general and that's what this all re-boils back to and coming full circle like the girl said her name is samira i i like calling people by their name but samira the model i'm, I'm referring to like she said this is just a word that you and your fellow penises created and these types of things this type of manifestations happen when like i said women don't subscribe to whatever men had men created for them to subscribe to whatever virtuous looks like by the definition of a man 
if women do not subscribe to it, they are deemed uh, a slut, a hoe, unworthy, therefore undateable. But it's just kind of like, that's so stupid. <laughs> that is so stupid and so flawed. And I hope that this podcast and this brief conversation encourages somebody to go look up uh, patriarchy and start having conversations about how to dismantle patriarchy and, and divesting from patriarchy. Because if you listen, that is such a stupid thing. That's literally me saying, I want I want everybody to eat pizza. Everybody who doesn't eat pizza is a piece of shit. I don't care if they have an allergy. I don't care what they have going on. By my definition, a piece of shit is a person that doesn't eat pizza. And I hate that for them. And that's literally what's happening. It's frustrating and it's disappointing. And I think too, just thinking back to, um, you know, this type of song and the, the content of this song, I hit a wall with y'all because I've heard worse songs than this. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but I grew up in South Florida. I have heard Trina say some of the, uh, I fuck up in the living room while it's children home, make them eat it while my period on, a little nasty hoe, red bone, but a classy hoe. Like y'all, are we forgetting that these types of songs exist? I, I'm confused. It, it just, it feels like, it feels arbitrary. That's what I'm getting at, is that the the rules and what's deemed virtuous and what's deemed this what's deemed appropriate, what's deemed dateable, what's deemed like all of the the positive things are arbitrarily the described and created by men. I was looking for like the, the right word to say, but it's arbitrary. I feel like that's what it all boils down to. And it, I don't think that it's fair for women to have to navigate a world where men pull a rule out of their ass and we have to exist in it or, or we're nothing to them. That doesn't make any sense. And you know how white people, when the cops aren't around, and they deem something to be unsafe. They put themselves in charge. You, you've seen the videos, the uh, the park Sally and all of these women and all of these people, these white people who make it their duty to police the area when the police aren't around. Trayvon Martin's case for a prime example. That is kind of what it is like that men do to women in that men <laughs> it's a crazy example but like it's the example that's on my in my head in that men unprovoked <laughs> deem it their responsibility to monitor women and make sure that women are quote unquote in line when our fathers aren't around because like I said, patriarchy is is the system that allows us to be considered properties of, of our fathers, properties of men. It's just crazy to me how all these hating ass niggas get on Twitter, get on the internet, get on wherever, unprovoked and, oh, these women must have daddy issues because they sing songs like this or something must be wrong with them. They must be tainted. It's like, 
why is a woman's sexual agency so problematic to you? Why is that an issue for you? I don't understand that. But it, it's that same analogy of that, like, you see women doing whatever, minding their business, acting outside of what you consider the norm for women to be acting in. And you like, let me let me say something. Let me speak on this because this isn't right. No man wants to be with a woman like this, da, da, da. But my mind automatically goes to who wants y'all niggas? Like, who wants y'all? Why can't the things that we do just be for us? And I think that that's the wall I hit too. It's like, if y'all don't let us have things that belong to us, if y'all don't let ourselves belong to us, like we don't belong to y'all, it's frustrating. And it's frustrating for a lot of reasons. It's frustrating because as women, and like I already mentioned, it, as, as we exist in this patriarchal society where men are are dominant to us, our sexuality card, our whole card, our business, that's not your card to pull from the beginning. That's why I bring up that analogy. And I want to emphasize that it is an analogy. I'm not equating like white supremacy to the response to WAP at all. But I feel like whenever I talk in, in, in analogies and hyperbolic ways like that, people are like, oh my gosh, did you just say? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm using a metaphor and analogy. I'm comparing things. But in thinking about the, and that's why I brought up the analogy about like when white people, when the police run around, white people are going to step up as the police and police the area. That's why I bring it up because men do that too to women they they step up they guard us they watch us they be in our face and commenting on our things and like i said people can comment on whatever they want to comment on free speech and all of that but there's a power dynamic from you as a man talking on things that are not your business women things that are not your business there is a power dynamic that comes off as as it's, it's never going to be just a critique and the reason I say that's not your card to pull to begin with, because we don't belong to you. I don't know how else I need to drive this point home, but like women, the things that we do, the things that we say, the things that we enjoy, our sexuality, who we have sex with, all of those things are ours to determine. And you can have your response to them, sure. But also what I want y'all to do is sit with while you're having that response and, and see that at the core of your response, is this like innate want to to stop a woman from doing something that in your mind is not right? And is that like an inherently negative thing? Yes. <laughs> it is inherently negative. However, I think a lot of times like people don't, it's subconscious too. Like even the best of people will have these subconscious biases, but I think that people are so afraid of sitting with their biases and, and chilling with their demons and, and and understanding where this stuff comes from. I see this a lot too when um, we have the conversation about colorism and men will argue you down about their preference for white women and light-skinned girls. And the next thing people will then say is, okay, well, why do you have that preference? And it's just Oh, I just have a preference. That's my opinion. That's how they are. They they go off. It's never like any real reflection. But I think that, you know, I, 
it's getting annoying. It's getting frustrating. But I think that a lot of times men haven't had to sit and reflect on these things that we tell them now to sit and reflect on. But that's what it boils down to for me. And I think that that's like the next step that I want men to take, at least in my perspective, is like, sit with some of this, understand, hear the words that I'm saying, hear the words that other women are saying, sit with this, sit with the way that you make us feel oppressed in the same way that white people make y'all feel oppressed. Sit with all of this. Women who support these uh, ideologies, sit with what may be internalized patriarchy in your life. Sit with that and, and then make some type of plan with to to understand how you're going to dismantle that in your life. Kill the patriarchy in your life. Kill the toxic masculinity person in your head. Kill those people in your head because in, yeah, this is pop culture. This is Cardi B. This is is whatever. But you see that, we've seen that these types of ideologies have very serious implications for women. And I didn't want to talk anymore about the, like, Megan Thee Stallion getting shot situation. However, this is Olivia from the future. Today is August 22nd. Y'all know y'all love, I love telling y'all the date. But as I'm recording this section, today is August 22nd. And Megan Thee Stallion, uh, a couple days ago, went live uh, basically saying, naming that Tory Lanez is the person that shot her. Explaining that Ed, there were five people in the car. Everyone was arguing. She was down the street from where she was staying. She gets out the car trying to walk and walk away from the situation, walk home, and he shoots her in both of her feet. And it's things like, you may not think that this, what I was saying about WAP is connected to what I'm saying about Megan, but it is in that Megan is someone who has been hypersexualized for the entirety of her career as we've known it. And people, I've seen this response where people are like, oh, well, she's a savage. She can handle it. Oh, well, you know, she she presents herself this way. What did you expect was going to happen? Which is the same thing that they say to like sexual violence victims or, well, what were you wearing? What did you think was going to happen? It's, it, it's this hypersexual, going back to Megan, not to go too far off, but because she has been hypersexualized in this way, because she's a fucking stallion, because people perceive her to be less than feminine, feminine, Yes, I was going to say femininely, and that's not a word, I don't believe. But listen, on stream of social consciousness, we need to make our own dictionary. Because I feel like there are things that I say that have never existed in human language before. And we need to document these for the aliens. I already told y'all, I do this as a time capsule. I say the date for the aliens in the future that come back and be like, okay. So we need to make a dictionary, uh, a code book for them. But anywho, I digress. What I was saying is that because people see Meg as less than feminine, less than the feminine standard, she is expected to be able to handle all of these, all of this trauma happening to her. And she's expected, it's almost like, okay, well, what, what did you expect the nigga to do? Like, and that's unfair. That's unfair. And I, I was so mad (laughs) yesterday. I'm not even going to lie. And I originally wrapped up this episode, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do my little, um, I'm gonna do my little unsolicited advice, post it, and keep it pushing. But 
this came out and I want to include it in this episode because I am pissed. Like, as much as I want Black men and women who support these types of ideologies to sit with this, I also want y'all to know that this shit is not okay. It's not okay for y'all to equate Megan's hypersexuality with with her being shot. There, There isn't a reason for him to have shot her, period. I don't understand, like, I do not understand people saying, oh, well, she's lying, it's all cap, da 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 It's like, these are the same people who scream protect Black women at the top of their lungs, but I want to also remind y'all that protect is a verb. Protect To protect something means that you have to do something, meaning that you can't just sit here and, and sit here and let these things happen and never say anything, because y'all had a lot of smoke, like two-ish weeks ago when WAP first came out, a lot of people had a lot of smoke for WAP and a lot of think pieces. And now Megan Stallion has named this man as her abuser. And I, it's crickets. It's radio silence. This is what's frustrating because sure, we can kiki ha ha all day about WAP and about the trivial things, but these very serious and, and large systems play a role in the way that we're treated in our everyday lives. And I don't understand if y'all are missing the point, if men are missing, I don't know who's missing the point, but that is what it is. It can be trivial when it's music, but this woman could have lost her fucking life. She could have lost her life. And this is why I didn't want to talk about this because I'm very triggered by this. I am because I'm, I relate to Megan in a lot of ways. I relate to this situation in a lot of ways. But, like, personally, I'm 5'10". I'm damn near six feet tall. I understand. And, I, and I'm extra. Like, I do not hide myself. I do not, tr- I do not try to shrink myself to make myself smaller in any way. I understand this because I live this. Like, people think, people, someone said that uh, tall women, thick women, all of that, uh, they associate, they think that we're men, them adjacent. And it's like, no, 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 no. They want, they strip us, or let me speak for my eye. They have stripped me of my femininity in times past. And they're doing the same to Megan. And I don't understand. I don't think people are understanding the severity that if this man wanted to fucking kill her, he would have. And people are like, oh, he, he didn't have a reason to shoot her. I don't believe it. It's like, have y'all met niggas at all? Have y'all met men at all? Men will shoot you for nothing. I know, have y'all seen any of the stories where like men have shot and killed women for not wanting to take their numbers on the street? Strangers. So it's, yeah, that's the fuck. I think that someone who knew her, someone who was close to her would shoot her. Absolutely, a stranger would shoot her. And this type of violence that is allowed to manifest against women, that's allowed to manifest against hypersexual women, that's allowed to manifest against women who y'all aren't attracted to or women who you deem to be a hoe, that is allowed because of these overarching systems. And until people make it a priority to look at these systems, even when you benefit from these systems, look at these systems and who they're oppressing and how they're oppressing them, we're never going to get anywhere, ever. And... I've been pissed about like this Megan thing for a lot of reasons, for the same reason that I said at the beginning of the episode, how this woman has to keep getting on live. She's trying to live her life. She has to keep getting on live, keep trying to show up in a presentable way and explain the situations that have happened to her. This is the thing that black women always have to fuck to do. We always have to 
ex over explain and over defend ourselves. No one ever, ever believes us off rip. And I can guarantee you, I'll put money on this. I don't give a fuck. I can guarantee you that had someone said Kylie Jenner was shot in both her feet, the world would have stopped completely. There would have been no conspiracy theory. There would have been no, oh, well, he was talking to da da da. There would have been no speculation. Y'all would have heard a white woman got shot and your world would have stopped completely. And this is what I'm trying to get y'all to understand is that we as Black women do not have that luxury and it's not afforded to us in any capacity. And these are the men who, who say they want to protect Black women, actively not protecting Black women in situations like this y'all have to do better because at this point we're tired we're fed up and i say y'all and i and y'all know who i mean by y'all black men black men and the people who enable them to act like this whether that be black women other black men white people whoever everybody with a sense of privilege in this situation needs to do a better job of actually practicing the verb of protecting black women instead of just using it as a slogan to to maintain your closeness to black women and i didn't mean to go on this rant but this just happened and i'm still just as pissed as i was when i found out about it because black men want our friendship they want our resource they want us to be their healers you know i've been seeing all these tweets about kanye west saying oh all he needs is a black woman's love no Fuck that and fuck y'all. Y'all want our resource without actually doing any work. And I'm I'm fed up with that. I'm fed up with that sentiment. I'm fed up with Black women having to accept that from y'all in order to, to have any type of protection in general. No, 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 no. I'm over it. I'm over it. And like I said, WAP is a fun cutesy like way that patriarchy and toxic masculinity all of these systems that benefit men and and oppress women show up in our society show up in our culture but this type of violence because i i don't know like i don't know if like y'all need to hear the word violence i don't know if y'all need to hear the word gun violence i don't know if y'all need to hear the words being said that megan Thee stallion could have died i don't know what y'all need to hear that makes it like sink in but this type of violence is allowed because of the overarching systems in our society it's allowed because what we've allowed in general and i think for people who are interested in seeing some type of better change in the future seeing a better society in the future y'all have to pull your head out of your ass i'm sorry like you um, whoever you are that has some type of privilege that anywhere, fuck it at this point, if you have some type of privilege anywhere and you are aware of that privilege, which you should be, you should be self-reflecting and analyzing, you have a responsibility if you're someone interested in making the world, the future, the future generations have a better world to live in. You have this responsibility to sit with this shit and do something about it. And my issue that I'm having with men in regards to the situations that they're not doing either. They're not sitting with it and they're not doing shit about it. Because like I said, y'all had these think pieces. Y'all was popping off at the mouth for what for weeks. And Megan Thee Stallion has named this man as her assailant. And I ain't seen a black man say shit yet. I ain't seen a rapper say shit. I ain't seen none of these people 
that, oh, Meg is so fine. Meg is so, like, so talented. They want Meg on their song. They want Meg in their video to shake her ass, but they cannot open their mouth to this little five-nothing-ass, Smurf-made-ass nigga to say something about this situation. Y'all are so, these niggas weak. Ew. Period. And I'm over it. It is another situation that's been happening on Twitter for like a month and some change at this point with uh, Talib. I don't even know who this man is, to be fair. Talib Kweli, Kweli, Taleb Kweli. Don't know who he is. Never listened to anything that he's put out. But he's been harassing a black woman on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook for about 40 days nonstop over a tweet that she said that was not even in direct contact to him. And no one said shit about this. This is the type of shit that we as Black women have to endure. I don't think that y'all are realizing the severity. Y'all are killing us. Y'all want to harm us. Y'all want to put, like, y'all actively are harming us, but still want to reap the benefits of our love, of our resource, of our loyalty to our Blackness, to to, to Black men in general. Y'all want to reap these benefits without giving us any benefits in return. That's so full of shit. That's so full of shit. And it breaks my heart every time because I told someone on Instagram somewhere that I do this podcast. I make my content. I do all of the things. I study public health. I do all of the things that I do because I love the Black community from the bottom of my heart. I love being a Black woman from the bottom of my heart. And I want to see us as a people be liberated, connected, and flourishing. And it's almost a fucking slap in the face, a spit in the face every time that I'm encountered with a situation like this where Black men will not go up for me in the ways that I've gone up for them. That's so full of shit to me. And honestly, it's the most hurtful part of of loving Black people and doing work for Black people. This is so hurtful to me that people that I love so dearly and care so much about, I've dedicated my career in my leisure, because at this point, this podcast is my leisure. My other content is my leisure. I've dedicated both my career and my leisure to actively discussing things that are happening in the Black community, actively doing things related to the Black community, and niggas will spit right in your face and tell me, I'm not protecting you. And even if it's not verbatim saying that, I'm not protecting you. Your actions are showing me that you are not protecting me. And you know what they say about complacency and silence. You've then chosen the side of the oppressor. If you're not actively protecting me in moments like this, you don't give a fuck. And that's what I'm led to believe. And I didn't mean to (laughs) rant in this way about the situation, but I want everyone to understand the severity that even though we, this is pop culture, this is like, things that in a grand scheme of things there are so many other things going on but use these uh, these these small instances to understand the larger things at play and once you understand the larger things at play you'll understand that this is not about black women hating black men or, or wanting to trash black men or anything like that but like i said in the um girl dads episode y'all have to understand that you are not free from consequence. You are not, just because we love Black men and we love Blackness so much, you do shit to us. (laughs) Y'all do shit to us that is inexcusable and needs to be discussed and needs to be worked on. Black men often, Black men and their enablers, I can't just say Black men, but Black men and their enablers oftentimes, like I keep saying, want us to 
educate them and coddle them without ever mentioning the ways that they harm us. And that's not fair. And I encourage everyone to, I don't know how many Black men are listening to my podcast at this point, but I encourage y'all to share this portion of the podcast with Black men. Let them hear it, because I'm pissed. I don't know if this is translating, but I've been pissed about this for yes since yesterday. I woke up pissed about this. I've journaled pissed about this situation. And I don't understand, I don't think the severity of the situation has settled for a lot of people. They just think that, oh, this is celebrity culture. Why are we blah, 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 blah. But this has deeper implications for a lot of people. Like y'all see, I'm sure there's someone somewhere who's going to see Tory Lane shooting Meg and God forbid they think to shoot a woman because they think that they can, if they feel in, in, emboldened enough to. So this is the end of my rant, but that was the rant. I am tired of having the protect black women conversation with y'all. I am tired of, of, of people saying that they're showing up for me. And when, when it's time to show up for me, you do not, you're not, you're not around, you're unavailable. You know who y'all sound like? <laughs> Listen, do you know who this sounds like? And I don't think you want to sound like them. So with that being said, it's going to wrap this episode. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Stream of Social Consciousness. My unsolicited advice is twofold. One, like I was saying before, this is what I was about to say in the middle of the episode. Listen, for people who are having sex with people who have vaginas going back to WAP, listen, you got to, sometimes your uh, lack of a WAP is because you aren't spending enough time, you know, boiling the water. <laughs> like you aren't spending any time touching things. You aren't spending any time tasting things. You aren't spending any time, you know, letting the tub fill up you aren't you aren't even giving yourself the time to have a walk so for men out there who who have sex with women for women who have sex with women for people who have sex with people who have vaginas listen you gotta spend some time to get a walk like you don't just wake up in this walk like spend some time spend some energy get to know the the pee to turn it into a walk and that's my first set. And my second set is actually, my first set of unsolicited advice is sometimes the lack of a walk got a lot to do with the fact that whoever your sexual partner is, listen, child, they, they don't care about the walk. And you need to be fucking somebody who cares about the walk, period. I'm sorry. So listen, women, people who have vaginas, vaginas will... will vaginas get wet okay vaginas lubricate and if your vagina hasn't lubricated there may be some uh some uh disorder somewhere you can go speak to your healthcare professionals about that however if it's not that spend a little bit more time down there you know get comfy she it's only gonna make you happier and and wetter in the future per so that's unsolicited advice one Spend some time uh, getting that wop wop, uh, and that's that. But two, you already know what it is. Protect black women in an actual sense. Use the verb protect and not the bullshit way that y'all been talking about protect. Uh, show up for black women, period. And with that, 
Thank you all for listening to another episode. Remember to follow me and follow Stream the Stream or Stream of Social Consciousness at Stream the Stream on Instagram and now on Twitter. We're about to be lit on Twitter, sharing memes and having a good old time. So follow at Stream the Stream on both Instagram and Twitter to stay updated with updates from the podcast and follow your host, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast host. Me, Olivia Brown, at Live Freely on Instagram. You'll see, you'll see, if you go follow me, uh, if you go follow Stream the Stream, you'll see all of my socials. And stay connected with me on my website, oliviajbrown.com. And I will catch y'all in the next one.